a melanated mom, working hard as can be. I show up for my children while showing up for me. I'm a melanated, melanated, melanated mom. Hey, mamas. Okay, so which one of you are ready to start a podcast? Don't raise your hand because I can't see you, but I can tell you some of the amazing things that Anchor has to offer you in terms of making a podcast. First of all, Anchor is the easiest way that you could ever record your podcast. It's free. They have tons of creation tools for you to use right from your phone or your computer. They will also help you distribute your podcast so you have to do no extra legwork and it can be heard on places like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and many other listening platforms. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need all in one place. So if you're ready to get started, go download the Anchor app for free at anchor.fm. And guess what? I can't wait to hear your podcast. Hey, mamas, how you guys doing today? I hope everyone is well. Um, What you guys been up to? A little bit of what I've been up to. I feel like I've been up to a little bit of nothing, actually. A little bit of nothing. That didn't come out right. The first time I said it, it sounded kind of mumbled. Anyway, um, so if you follow me on social media, you do know that I had this very exciting interview that I have coming up soon. I can't wait to release it. I'm still trying to put some finishing touches on that. So I'm excited to release that to you. By the way, guys, you might hear some cars passing by today because I'm not, I am recording in the Camry Entertainment Studios, but I am not recording in the Camry Entertainment Studios in my garage. So I am making the best of a few moments that I have to get this podcast done. So anyway, I'm excited to bring that interview to you guys. Like I said, I still have to put a couple of finishing touches on it. So I'm not quite ready yet. I want to make sure it is the best that it could be because I'm so excited to release it. But today, I'm going to come to you with a solo episode. Um, because I feel like it's oh so necessary. Just from some conversations that I have. I know I keep talking about Sarah. Y'all gonna get tired of hearing about Sarah. But Sarah is my good friend. We used to be co-workers. We used to work together every single day. So she kind of inspired some of what I want to talk about today as well. We had a, a deeper dive into some things that I was thinking about. So she kind of influenced some of the podcast today. Shout out to Sarah if she's listening. Today... I want to talk about practicing positivity. You heard me right. I said practicing positivity because being positive is not a absolute. It's not something that most people are just able to wake up and automatically do. Um, I get kind of annoyed. I got some notes too, so I hope I don't repeat this um, again. But so I am generally an upbeat person just it's just my nature you know some people just have a temperament where they are generally upbeat I would say for the most part that's me sometimes you know I'm having kind of a day where eh, I'm feeling meh 
But for the most part, you could find me being generally upbeat, generally happy, very good morning-ish, very, hey, how's everybody doing? Trying to bring some love and light into the room, okay? But if you, in fact, think any of that comes easy to me, you would be mistaken. Because people are annoying, they complain too much, and I get so sick of them, and I want to throat punch everybody, okay? (laughs) And I'm in menopause. Like, I know I say that, like, all the time. But I don't tolerate things as well as I used to. So it does not come easy to me to be able to put myself in a space where I'm being positive. It's a choice that I get up and I make every day that instead of walking around acting like the world is ending or that everything is so bad that I got to continuously complain to everybody about it, I choose to be positive. Um, there are so many reasons to choose to be positive. First of all, it's good for you. Um, just when you have a happy disposition, it just makes you feel better. And then cause somebody to want to be around you for more than five minutes at a time. Because I can't tell you how quickly I want to escape a room that is filled with negativity. I am like climbing the walls looking for the nearest exit (laughs) because I don't want to be around that. So if nobody wants to be around you or you don't have no friends, check in, sis. You might be a little bit too negative. So I would say try to find some of the joys in life. So I'm getting all ahead of my notes. So I'm going to be talking about the same thing over and over, I feel. So again, like I said, it's not a... It's not something that just comes naturally. It's kind of like loving people to me. Like it's a choice. You make a choice to get up and love your spouse when they're not doing the right thing. You make a choice to get up and love your kids when they are arguing and bickering or asking you a million questions or just getting on your entire nerve. Okay, but you still make those choices because you know that. These people are important to you, even when they are doing things that don't always bring you joy or don't always make you happy. You still want to choose to be in the room with them. You still want to choose to love them. And to just think that because somebody is positive, that it comes easily to them is just a fallacy. I don't know why you would ever think that. Because like I said, y'all are annoying. And I'm not talking to you specifically if you're a positive person, but people just, that's their whole conversation. It's some dang complaining. And so if you think that it's easy to be the light in a place like that, it's not. But I encourage you to try to be that. Try to help some people see the glass as half full. So now I got to go over my notes because I got all off of that on um on a tangent. Um, so motherhood, the whole motherhood thing, motherhood and just being a woman in general, I think that we take on a lot of things. Um, so it's not easy motherhood and being a woman. It's just heavy. I mean, we all have like these crazy busy schedules. You have kids pulling on you all day. You're trying to fit five million, five million things of life into three hours. <laughs> 
it's just stupid. It really is. Like every thing can be a struggle. There's so much to do in the world. And God knew that we could handle it. He knew that we could take it. He knew that he knew who to give the most of the responsibility to. Right. And I'm not saying that there's not some dads out there that rock because there might be a dad listening to this and he might get get a little bit of attitude. So, no, I'm not saying that dads aren't great. I'm not here to bash men, but I'm also saying that women do a lot. So I could understand how it is to not want to be in that cheer that cheerful disposition all the time. Like I get it. But still in all, I still think that there is more benefit in it for you to remain in a positive headspace than it is to always be digging for the negative. It's like you just diving for it and it just doesn't truly make you an overall nice person. I don't know how else to say that. So I wanted to give you four ways that I practice positivity. I'm going to keep saying practicing it because it's not something that it just comes easy. So the first way that I practice positivity is that I start every single morning with a thank you prayer. That I'm still here in the land of the living. That I woke up on this side because somebody didn't wake up on this side, right? So I'm just happy that I'm here again, that I'm able to interact with my babies, that I'm able to see my husband's face again, that my parents are still around and I can interact with them and I can talk with my good, good girlfriends. And I just see that as a blessing. So before I start rushing all around the house and doing all these different things, I sit in the blessing of being in the land of the living again and say a prayer to God to thank him for that. Secondly, I write it down. I write down things that I'm grateful for. So I think I told you in my last podcast that I'm doing the 90 day challenge with Rachel Hollis. If you don't know Rachel Hollis, Google her. She's all over the place. Um, And she's doing a 90 day challenge for the last part of the year. Just to put yourself in a a running start for the new year, right? So when the new year arrives, you won't make all these um, promises to yourself that you don't keep. Anyway, so she does a journal. She has a journal along with the challenge. And you write down five things that you are grateful for every day. Before I started doing her journal, I would do this myself too. I would keep just like a little notepad by my bedside and At night or in the morning, if anything came to me that I was grateful for, I would just write it down. It makes such a big difference. And it's so fun to go back and read that stuff later to be like looking at what you were grateful for in that season of life. So I suggested on my other podcast that you guys join me for the 90 day day challenge. I still suggest that. It's fun. I'm having a great time doing it. And I'm... um, forming some new habits. But if not, I do suggest that you get some kind of notepad, some kind of something, and just write down the things that you are grateful for. And her suggestion is to notice the small things. Writing down, you know, that you got a hug from your kid today, or you had a good day at work, or you got somebody bought you coffee or whatever. So the thing that I wrote down this morning in my journal is I got 
me a new hula hoop. That's my thing. I love hula hooping. I'm not all that great at it, but I'm about to be so great. Y'all going to be so jealous of me and my little small waist when I'm doing all this hula hooping. It came in the mail last night, so I'm super excited. That's what I wrote down in my journal. Learning how to be grateful for the small things, I think, keep us in more of a positive headspace. So write it down. Write it down, y'all. Um, The third thing that I do is that I just practice seeing the glass half full. There are some people in this world, like I said, that complain all day, every day, and mostly about nothing. <laughs> if you're one of those people, please stop. Guess what? You are super annoying. No one wants to listen to you complain all day. And it just leads me to believe that you have nothing else to talk about if you are complaining all day. So try looking at life as if the glass is half full. Life is so full of amazing things. And if you aren't able to see any of those amazing things, there is a problem. You need to figure that out Um, by sitting down and talking to someone professionally or like doing some deep diving soul work because if you can't find anything positive going on there's an issue there if you know me in real life i'm tell you this i will do whatever i can to get away from a negative person (laughs) first i will try to give you some true heart suggestions because that's how i roll you know you'll be on the negative train and i'll be like but what about this what about your beautiful children what about your amazing husband what about that new thing you just got last week I'll do that to you maybe for like 10 minutes and then I will completely check out y'all like no lie I I'll be staring right at you and I won't even be hearing nothing you saying it's that easy for me I just blank I stare into space and (laughs) I'm not even listening to you anymore So if you know me and you complain a lot, I probably did that to you before. There's no reason to complain all the time. So try to look at the glass as half full. There are things around you that you can notice. Look, I live in California. The weather is nice here about 80% of the time. That's just one thing you could wake up and be grateful for. I could think of tons of other things that you could wake up and be grateful for. So again, if you complain all the time, you're irritating. Please stop. (laughs) Today, after you finish listening to this podcast, decide that I'm not going to be the person who complains all the time because you are the person that says, no one ever wants to talk to me. I don't ever have nowhere to go with nobody. Well, you know what? That's why. (laughs) I don't know another way to say that. Don't complain, period. And the fourth thing, which seems so super simple to me, but maybe not simple to everyone else, is just that I love life. I love it. Even when I'm tired, even when I'm angry or sad, or when things just seem like they're never going to get better or they're not going my way. I just continually tell myself how good my life is right now. I mean, really, guys, I... 
I've been in some tough places. You know, I was a single parent for 15 whole years. I was legit losing blood in the hospital. They didn't know what was wrong with me. They couldn't figure it out. Like, I could not be here right now. Um, I became a mom at 40, was which was like a crawl under the rock and die moment for me almost. I've been so broke, I haven't been able to buy groceries. So, I mean, I just look at life as this is something to be grateful for. It's something to love. As imperfect as it is, it is so short. So I want to experience every opportunity that I have to be grateful and happy for the life that I've been giving. I've been given, excuse me, guys. Um, it's just a, it's just a short blink, really, and then it's over. And even when I'm older and I'm sitting back thinking over my life, I want to think that I was generally positive, generally happy towards people that that I was able to encourage somebody to look at their life in a glass half full way. So for real, for real, y'all. I mean, I know that I'm kind of making a joke out of it, but let's let's try to stop making excuses for not being able to enjoy life. <clears throat> Even if um, I, t- I was talking to a friend recently and we talked about um, being overweight because I need to lose some weight as well. But um, so I'm not going to be in none of the pictures till I lose weight. No, I'm going to be in the pictures because if something happens to me tomorrow, I still want my kids to have a memory of me. And if it really makes me that unhappy, then I need to do something about it. Right. So don't make excuses for why you can't live your best life. Don't make excuses for why you cannot be positive. Just push forward and do it. It's really that simple. I know that things happen, that sometimes we're in spaces, we lose loved ones, um, we're dealing with illness, we're dealing with um, the loss of a job, or, you know, children that um, have kind of gone wayward. There are things, I get it, but really there aren't things every day. So just learning how to practice positivity will benefit all of us. It would be such a, a better and a healthier place to live in. So that is what I wanted to come with to you guys today. I pray that you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you all soon. Okay, take care. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Melanated Mom podcast. Let's stay connected. Read my blogs over at MelanatedMom.com. Stay connected with me on Facebook at Melanated-Mom, on IG at MelanatedMomPodcast, and my new Twitter account at MelanatedMom1. Talk to you soon.